You want it the best online sports book? That's easy. It's mybookie.ag. They've got the easiest website layout, the best odds, amazing customer service, and payouts in only two business days. Check out mybookie.ag for yourself, and then when you sign up, use promo code WCE50 for 50% deposit bonus. That's mybookie.ag, promo code WCE50. I'm Gary Seegers. Catch me on Twitter at GaryWCE. And I'm Chris Giannini. Follow me at ChrisBGiannini. And this is the Winning Cures Everything podcast from winningcureseverything.com. Before we get started, please subscribe to the podcast, share it, and review it. We cannot stress how important those reviews are for iTunes rankings, so help us out. Those of us who love this sport live for nights like this. You are looking live at the Georgia Dome in Atlanta. It's football. I've been watching it for 40 years. 40. 40 years. How about that? So here is fourth down. Can you believe it? It's picked up by Michigan State. Jalen wants Jackson, and he scores on the last play of the game. Are you kidding me? Honey Badger don't care. This is Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Guess who's back? Back again. <laughs> Chris and Gary's back. Tell a friend. What up, what up, what up? Winning Cures Everything, number 177. It is the Thursday, December 7th edition of the show. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. Woo, buddy. It is football time again. It feels like it's been so long since college football has left us. And now we have the NFL. We can only focus on the NFL, really. Uh, we still got the Army-Navy game. But we ain't even picking that one today. Well, no, not today. Because I, right. I don't think either one of us wanted to take that game. I'd have bet it. Oh, no, 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 no. I'll give you a pick. But we'll we'll go with that on, on Friday. Okay. Because we're, we're going to pick it in the biggest games. Okay. But let, let's do our, our against the spread stuff. First off, before we get to the against the spread stuff, let's go on and talk about tonight's game. Saints, two-point favorites. At the Falcons, Thursday night football. It's a really good Thursday night football. It game. really is. It really is. Look, the Falcons got. Uh, I'm not going to say embarrassed because it's not embarrassing to lose to the Vikings, who are ten and two and and tied atop the uh, the NFC right now. No, but, no, no. They are they are standalone first place team. I think now. Is that right? Yes, are you sir. sure about that? Yes, sir. Because they're both ten and two. Who's who's the other ten and two? The Eagles. I, I look. I'm gonna have to. Look oh, and the Saints are still ten and two, too. No, 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 no. The Saints are uh, nine and three. Saints oh, that's are right. They because lost they lost to the Rams. That's right. The Rams. Um, um, I don't. Whatever the okay, they're both tied at ten and two. The power ranking metrics after the loss to Seattle, I think, dropped the Saints down. I'm dropped, dropped the, Eagles the Eagles down. That's interesting. But record wise, they're ten and two. Here, NFL conference. Correct. All right, so Pittsburgh is ten and two. They ah, you're right. Minnesota has the number one seed right now. They have the number one seed. I don't know the metrics they use for that. I that makes no sense. The, look, the Vikings have won eight straight. They are eight and one in the conference, which is the same as the Eagles. Same as the Eagles, because one of their losses to the Chiefs. Philadelphia is four and zero in their division. Minnesota's three and one. But it wouldn't be a divisional reason why. Well, I, I, no, I know that because they're not in the same division, but I, I'm curious what the metric is. I, I have no idea. It might be that loss to the Chiefs because the Chiefs have just fallen apart somehow in the power rankings. Who all did the uh, the Vikings lose to? 
Um, Let's see. Oh, at Pittsburgh and at home against Detroit. That was in the first two games of the year. Yeah, the Detroit. Yeah. So it might. Well, not Detroit's got the same record as uh, same record as the Chiefs. Yeah, I was about to say that Detroit loss should hurt them. It. Uh, you know what it is. It's the the Steelers loss for Minnesota mm-hmm. against the uh, against the Seahawks loss. Seahawks no, eight and four. That That's gotta be, be it. That's gotta be so, it. So okay. All right. So back back to the game. Back to the game. Uh, Saints are two point favorites. How do you feel about this? How do you what What do you think? Because I'll I'll tell you my thoughts here in just a minute. Um, hey, go go ahead. Tell me yours. I would go with the Saints. I like them. I I think this Atlanta team is reeling, not rolling. Uh, everyone just assumed, oh, they're getting hot at the right time and they're going to make had a run. A, had a lot to do with their competition. Yep. No, I agree. I think the Vikings are good. But I think the Saints are good. I can't tell you the Vikings are worlds better than New Orleans. And um, man, I'm talking I, about the Falcons. Well, I'm just talking about the, overall. The, the, yeah, the the Falcons are playing the Saints. And they, they played the Vikings. They last played week. the Vikings yeah. last week. I I don't see this Saints team being a whole lot less. I think defensively they're not as good as the Vikings, but I think offensively they're better. And I mean it's a divisional game, which would be the only reason that I might waver on it. But no, I would t- if I had to pick, I'm picking the Saints. I think the Saints defense is a lot better this year than it has been, and we've talked about this for a while. The Saints running game is the best in the National Football League. And that goes a long way to keeping, you know, Matt Ryan and that whole bunch off of the field. If they're off the field, look, their their offensive chemistry has been off all year long. Julio Jones has got drops all over the place. Devonta Freeman the, can't stay healthy. Yeah, and, and Freeman's back. Touches, but but he's, he's not getting the ball. But it well it's 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 between him and Tevin Coleman right now. Yeah. And and that's that's fine because both of them are great. They were both great last year, but mm. but it just hadn't been they, the same. They ain't both great. It it hadn't been the same. Coleman is really year. good. He's not as explosive, nearly as explosive as Freeman. Is. No, not even close. Not not, not even that, close. they're not close. Not not even. But it's a good tandem to have. It's it's a good dual running back system. So, if Freeman was getting the bulk of the carries, I would agree with that. But since you're giving Coleman the bulk of the carries and Freeman can't get well, that's only because good that's only because Freeman's been out for however long with the concussion. And At some else. point in time, when the game's on the line, and it, it you got to be you got to figure out how to win. It might be Thursday. Care. I mean, it, yeah, it might be Thursday night. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, let's go on and get our picks out of the way. So I, we're both rolling Saints on that one. That's okay. that's not going to be an official pick, but but as far as the preview goes. Saints defense is a lot better. The running game is better. It's going to keep the uh, Falcons offense off the field. Uh, I think we both agree on this. We think that the Saints will win the game, regardless of the fact that it's in Atlanta. Yes, sir. So it's a divisional game, so it wouldn't surprise us if Atlanta found a way to win, but we'd roll with the Saints. Uh, Pick number one, look, we got three NFL games each this week. No college games. We don't have to roll through eight apiece. We're rolling three apiece because we're going to talk about some Supreme Court Legalizing uh, uh, sports gambling and whatnot here in just a little bit, Chris. I'm gonna let you give us the uh, the first game. I'm going with my boy Jimmy G, <laughs> the most handsome man in football. Oh my goodness, he he that's, just he, he, he looks he, like a male model, don't he? He melts your heart. That's, that's a that's a very attractive man. Torches defenses, Kyle Shanahan. So they are catching three points at the Texans. Texans the, are pretty much hot garbage right now. They are. Listen. I don't know that the 49ers are the, a whole lot better. Listen, the 49ers defense is pretty bad. 
Tom Savage does not scare me in any way, shape, form, fashion. All you have to do against the Texans right now, slow down the run, double-team Hopkins. It's not that hard. No. This is not a complicated defense to run. You don't have to be great everywhere. Put two dudes on Hopkins and pack the box. That's it. He cannot go through his progressions. If he tries to fit it in tight windows, you'll pick it off because he doesn't have a cannon arm and he's not accurate. Tom Savage is not good at playing quarterback. I agree What's difficult? That's his job. Jimmy Garoppolo is a winner. And he is so good. Yeah, I think I think he is. And I'm I'm rolling with the 49ers. I'm catching three points. I think they're going to win the game outright. I like that. I like that. All right, my first game, Vikings minus two and a half at the Carolina Panthers. Here's the deal. I know the Panthers are good. Panthers defense, real good. Does not matter to me. Not whatsoever because I don't think the Panthers are going to be able to score. I agree with that. That's Look, they, they lost Kelvin Benjamin early in the year. They have not found anybody to take his place. Greg Olson is apparently supposed to come back this week. I don't think it matters because it's not like he's a deep threat or anything anyway. Uh, the Vikings feast off teams that want to run the football. It sounded kind of like Herm Edwards there, didn't it? They're like, so, they're the Vikings so good. feast off the, teams that they, they are, play to win the game. They are so good, though. The Panthers? Or no, the Vikings. The Vikings, the Vikings are unreal. They've they're won so eight they were, they were one of my picks, but I, 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 would, I, I had five that I really liked, so I tried to not give us all the same picks since we're only picking three games. Look, Vikings minus two and a half. That's my role. Like, yeah. I know it's on the road. I don't yeah. care that it's but on the road. Look what they've done on the road. Oh, yeah. They, they've just murdered people. It, didn't, it doesn't matter where they play you. They're going to beat you up. And Case Keenum is doing everything he is supposed to be doing. He is in the conversation for MVP. I don't yeah, think Did you hear what, uh, what Kevin Sumlin said about him? No. Because somebody asked, you know, because Kevin Sumlin was his coach at Houston. That's right. He said, look, the guy is the NCAA all-time leader in passing yardage for a reason. It's been years yep. since he did that, and he's still the all-time leader. And he said it's because he can adapt. He has been with so many different programs. He so gets many bounced around. Listen, Jeff Fisher was his head coach last year. We look at we look at Jared Goff and we say, man, how bad was Jeff Fisher? Look how good he is this year. We shouldn't hold the last two or three years of Case Keenum against Case Keenum because his head coach was that same dumb bastard. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're you're right. You're entirely right. So so the deal is, it, my God, think about that. The Rams had Case Keenum and Jared Goff and still couldn't win last it, year. It not not couldn't win, couldn't muster an offense because their defense was world beaters last year. Yeah, they they were pretty good last year. They couldn't muster good. like thirteen points a game. Bad. Yeah, and 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 now, they had Todd Gurley and and two of the guys that are leading the NFC this year. That's right. Top three. Both going to make the playoffs. Ooh. Looking really good. Makes no. Jeff Fisher look real bad, don't it? Yeah, no. That Makes him look should, real, real that bad. That should be hitting the face with a shovel. All right, so Vikings minus two and a half is mine. Yours was 49ers plus three. What is your second game? My second game, I love. This week I had so many good picks I loved. My second game, I am going to New York. New York, baby. And I am rolling with. The New York football giants got the Cowboys coming to town. They done fired McAdoodoo. <laughs> they had a party in the locker room yesterday as soon as he was gone. People were dancing, singing. McAdoo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye, McAdoo. Eli is getting the ball back. I think he's got a little hitch and his giddy up. I think that team is going to 
practice so hard this week. I think they are going to prepare. This is their Super Bowl. They have nothing else to play for. This is their Super Bowl. They hate the Cowboys. They get to do this against a divisional foe that they despise. And I'm rolling with, look, they're catching four and a half points at home. Once again, I think they win the game. Eli, will You have think his, they win outright. Eli's going to have his best game of the year. I, I can believe that. If if you are in one of these daily fantasy things, you need to Oh, man, my mind just went completely blank. You need to go get his tight end, the boy from Ole Miss. He's been Evan lighting Ingram. it up. Evan Ingram, there you go. Evan Ingram, two, three touchdowns this week. What? Guaranteed. All Book right, it. all right, all right. Book it. I'll, I'll take it. Call I'll me next it. week. Let's see how it looks. All right, so Giants plus four and a half at home against the Cowboys. Mine is another road team. Like, I swear, I make these bets, every, and then I look at them, and I'm like, <laughs> why did I take these stupid road teams? So, uh, look. You did good last week. Yeah, no, I was okay. Two and one, not bad. I, I took the stupid Redskins, That's though. Okay. It, which, it happens. You know, it happens. Uh, look, the Chiefs are hot garbage right now. And I know that they need to get this thing turned around, but playing against the Raiders, who also need to get things turned around, I think the Raiders are a better football team. The Raiders beat this bunch when they were garbage, and the Chiefs were absolutely rolling. Chiefs, I mean, they're they're giving up four points. I love the Raiders here. I look Arrowhead. I know is a tough place to play, but it has not been here lately. No, not right now. I'm all over the Raiders on this. I, Derek Carr and those boys know they got to get this. They've got a shot at making the playoffs. You thought for a little while that they didn't. They are. They got a shot. They got a chance. Look, the Chiefs ain't the Patriots. They're just not. I understand what the first game of the season was. I, I saw yeah. that. But but teams have figured out how to stop the the Hills. Yeah. yeah they stopped that. Look, I think the Raiders win this game outright. I know, I know they're getting four points. I'll take the four points, but I, I think they're probably going to win the football game. My last pick, a road team as well, but road favorite. Don't normally do that. <laughs> I am going with a team that I've been riding lately. I think they're going to win the game. I think the New York Jets are rolling. They have hit a streak. They've hit their stride. They're playing the Denver Broncos at Denver. Denver's a tough place to play, not with this team. This offense is terrible. They gave up four, in the defense, defense 40-plus points to Jay Cutler. Yeah. Okay. Just – just bad. Just bad. I think this Jets team goes to Denver and rolls them. Just beats them like a drum. I think They're a lot playing. of it's going to be the fact that the Broncos aren't going to be able to score on the Jets. They can't score. And and and, and Josh McCown does not throw. Turn, oh, no. He's not turning the ball over. Yeah. They're running the football. You know who looked really good last week to help me get that win against Kansas City? Because it wasn't the defense. Kansas City scored a bunch. They scored 28 points. Matt Forte sightings. Oh, yeah. He is looking fresh, looking healthy, running good, running strong. I, I think the Jets are going to win this game. They're laying a point and a half. Doesn't scare me at all. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I, I, I like that idea. I like that pick. Uh, look, my third pick, Seahawks at the Jaguars. Look, the Jags went and got beat at Arizona last week. We know how this thing goes. It's the week to take the Jags. They're just they're, they're yin the, and yang. The Seahawks are kind of the same thing. 
coming off of a big, big win. They got to travel 3,000 miles away to Jacksonville. I like it. Yeah. I love this pick here. Jags minus three. I'm only giving up a field goal. Russell Wilson is playing unbelievable. Like everyone's talking, you got to throw him in consideration for MVP. Look, while I agree with his numbers, they're they're great. You you can't you. This is not baseball. You can't be seven and four and be MVP. No, okay? not when the other three guys up for it are all eight and two. Well, they're they're eight and four, right? Seahawks are well, eight and they, four. They got to eight and four. They were yeah. seven and four before the win. They got to eight and four. But you, you can't be eight and four when everybody else is ten and two. Yeah, see, like this, it didn't, it didn't like, work that they, way. They scored 24 points and looked like world beaters against the Eagles, but uh, it was not that long ago that they were losing at home to the freaking Redskins. Yeah. You know, somebody explain this to me. Like, they're, you they're, can't. They're, outside of Russell Wilson, their offense is terrible. Yes. Not not struggling, not not good. It might, If you took Russell Wilson off that team, they might be the worst in the NFL. The Browns might have more skill players than they do on offense. Yeah. Yeah, they. I think they do. I mean, I think I think Russell Wilson is unbelievable. But this is not a sport where you can not win games and be considered the best player in the league. So, I'm with you. I, I Either th- way, look, it's time for the Seahawks to come back down to earth. Yep, they're going to Jacksonville, and and it's time for Jacksonville to play better. Yeah, Jags minus three here. Like, I, I'm looking for at least two picks from Russell Wilson. One of them probably taken back to the house. Uh, the Jags are going to run the football. Look, because you can run on the Seahawks. I know everybody thinks that you can't, but there's something going on with that defense. It has been all year. You can run on them. The Jags are going to run on them. Like it. So, all right, so my picks are Vikings minus 2.5 at the Panthers, Raiders plus 4 at the Chiefs, and the Jags minus 3 at home against the Seahawks. I got handsome Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers plus 3 at the Texans. I got the New York football giants, McAdoolis. <laughs> plus four and a half at home against the Cowboys. And I got the Jets minus one and a half on the road against the Broncos. I like it. All right, so we only went through about 15 minutes there. Let's talk about the Supreme Court case. It is Chris Christie in the state of New Jersey versus the NCAA. So, look, Andrew Brandt from Sports Illustrated, he's got a great podcast. It's uh, It's called The Business of Sports. Fantastic stuff. Um, he taught sports law for a while. At, go read his articles on this at Sports Illustrated. Look, he, he explains this. I'll read some of his stuff. He says, I'm, I'm well aware of the rarity of sports-related cases that reach the United States Supreme Court, a number that can be counted on one hand, but we can add one to the short list as Monday uh, the court heard oral arguments in Christie versus NCAA It's a final attempt by New Jersey and its outgoing governor, Chris Christie, to overturn lower court rulings and legalize sports betting in the state. So the idea here is they want to allow sports gambling in their casinos. It is a humongous business. It it will help out the state of New Jersey greatly. And there are many other states, there's like 32 right now that have casinos, that sports betting will help out tremendously. They they estimate that sports gambling overseas, offshore gambling, is a $150 billion a year industry. Now, there's no real way to track that number, but based on all of their measurements, $150 billion is bet by the U.S. offshore 
on sporting events every year. Super Bowl is the biggest. Uh, this year you had Mayweather and McGregor. I mean, you you just got money rolling all over the place on these games. That's not to count, you know, bookies like your local bookie and whatnot. Like money on sports gambling is a huge deal. It's a big, big thing. So uh, he says the court will weigh the constitutionality of the PAPSA or PASPA. It is the Professional and Amateur Sports Protection Act. It's a 1992 statute that bars states from implementing sports gambling, with exceptions for Nevada and a couple of others who had pre-existing sports betting and were allowed to continue. I believe Connecticut is one of those. Look, this is a huge deal. Um, Along with this, one of Brant's most recent articles about this, he states, and I'm trying to find it right now, there are five states that will... Uh, immediately allow this. Like, immediately. Um, let's see. Mississippi is one of them. I'm trying to find where the other ones are. Da, 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 da. But the deal is, once this gets passed, there are a few more steps that have to go through. But I would think that this will end up... There we go. There's the five steps. All right, five five states. If PASPA is declared unconstitutional, it would start a chain reaction with other states poised to immediately jump in. Pennsylvania, New York, Mississippi, and Connecticut are set up to are set up and ready to start allowing sports bets to be taken as soon as this result is done. Now, if the ruling is New Jersey specific, each state will analyze whether uh, to take the New Jersey route and partially or fully repeal one of its own laws. So. I talked to the executive director of the Mississippi Gaming Commission, and I'm going to put an article up about this and whatnot. It may already be up by the time this comes out. Um, but his name is uh, is Alan Godfrey, and I asked a few questions, and I, I, all I got were you know short answers and whatnot. But it, it was explaining to me how this process works and whatnot. Uh, I said, "How long has the Mississippi Gaming Commission been paying attention to this case?" He told me Mississippi's been following ever since it was filed. Like, this is a big interest to to everybody. Um, I brought up, uh, was there ever a time that the state of Mississippi thought about filing this lawsuit themselves? Because any state could have done this. Any state could have fought the Supreme Court and and wanted this taken out, right? Because how fair is it? That One state has a, 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 something that's legal that other states don't have the option to. Exactly. Yeah, it absolutely. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. That um, would be unconstitutional in itself. So he told me, I cannot speak for the Attorney General. But the Mississippi Gaming Commission did not discuss it. So it's possible that the Mississippi Attorney General might have. Um, but who knows? Mississippi's still one of the states that doesn't do a lottery. That's right. You know, So who knows exactly how into it they were. Um, but they do have casinos and whatnot. So, it, look, this is, this is a big thing. Uh, I said, have there been any studies done into the economic impact of legalized sports gambling um, and what that could be on the state? If so, can you give us an idea of the numbers? They, they did not have any studies. He said, I'm not aware of any economic studies done, but the assumption is the additional foot traffic would be a major plus for the existing operators. You can completely understand that, right? I mean, it's a $150 billion offshore business. There will still be people that do that, but the number of people betting offshore is going to be completely different. Um, I asked him how quickly, or no, sorry, what all legal steps would have to occur if PASPA is declared unconstitutional for Mississippi to start allowing sports gambling. Because on here it said, like, they're set up to go in right now. Like, as soon as it happens, they'll start taking bets. 
He said, due to recent legislation and the way that I interpret the language, someone would file an, uh, an application and we would approve. Like he's, he's saying right then, like we are going to approve it as soon as it gets filed, which is awesome. Now, obviously, a lot of these casinos and whatnot, they're going to want to build big sports books and all that kind of thing. But they can start taking bets immediately. You need a kiosk or something, right? Yep. Like that's, that's all it. they would do. That's all you got to do. You don't have to have all the numbers up on the board, anything like that. Like just, hey, who do you want? Simple enough. Uh, I said, how quickly would casinos be able to set up sports books? And is it possible that mobile gambling would be allowed across the state? In Las Vegas, you can download like the CG technology app and whatnot. You can bet anywhere in the city. So I'm wondering, like, is it anywhere in the state? Can you do it on your phone? Like, if if you are in Jackson, Mississippi, and you have to be down there for family or whatever, you can't be at a casino because all the casinos are based on, on the Mississippi River or down on the Gulf because they have to be water-based, blah, 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 blah. If that's going on, can you do uh, mobile gambling? He said, uh, first off, you would have to ask the operators how quickly they can get up and running, and unless the statute is changed... Mobile gambling outside of the licensed location would not be allowed. So you can gamble on your mobile phone when you're in the casino. You won't be able to do it anywhere else unless the statute has changed. And that's it. Look, everything is up in the air now. Well, right now it seems like the state of Mississippi is trying to generate foot traffic to the casinos. Yes. So they would probably not want the mobile gambling. Exactly. So the deal here now is... This one law could generate another $7.6 to $15.2 billion a year for the state. That is a major chunk of change. Tell me how you feel about this. Look at the, the prediction right now. I talked to you about this earlier. The prediction right now is that PASPA will be voted down. It will be voted as unconstitutional by a vote of six to three. That's what they predict based on the arguments and, and everything else. How do you feel about it? I think it I think it should be voted down. I don't think that it's constitutional at all for one state to be able to work under a set of rules and laws just because they were allowed to do it a long time ago. And it, we don't grandfather in laws, okay? That's which it, that's it, what they did this go around. Well, but. that's what they've done for however long Las Vegas has been around. Yeah, the reason that this was all put in because it, look, the NCAA, the NFL, all the major league teams wanted this put in to quote protect the integrity of the game. Well, there was a time back in the day when yeah, local entities controlled so much of the sports. But now we live in a global society. It's if you different. if you wanted to throw a game. You could be in Las Vegas and you could throw a game in Mississippi just as easily as anywhere else. But we also have so much information on people that it would be almost impossible to not get caught. So those are two reasons why it's irrelevant. Now, before, yeah, somebody in the backwoods Mississippi could have owed somebody a whole lot of money and they had the power and influence to control the outcome of football games. Okay. They call it gambling for a reason. That's right. So if you think somebody's on the take, go the opposite direction. Yeah. I mean, my God, it's so, not hard to figure out. So it's one of those things. How do I feel about it? I think it should pass. I've always been under this concept where I didn't understand why Mississippi or other states didn't just do it. I'm not suing anybody. 
state of Colorado didn't sue anybody when they wanted to legalize marijuana, and neither did Washington. They just said, we as a state, we don't see a problem with this, and we think the federal government is behind the times. And so we're just not going to follow your rules, and we're going to create our own rules as a state. We're not hurting anybody. We're controlling it ourselves. We'll fund it. We'll back it, and we'll benefit from it. And the federal government can eat it. Okay? And that's that's what's happening here. So, well, so, no, they're are, actually are we, suing for it now. Well, they're, they're suing for it now because it, you you almost have to, right? Mm, why? I, I don't understand why you have to. If you had a governor with some balls, you just do it. You don't think Chris Christie's got balls? I, if he, well, that's a different conversation. But why didn't he just do? Why is he suing for it? Well, here's the he he put it in in 2011. The federal government came back and told him, "No, you can't do that." That's fine. They did that with the marijuana things too. Well, that's the difference. Is they did like for years do raids and 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 they those raids still might be going on. Like the feds still have the right if they want it to go into one of these distribution centers or one of these grow farms and rip everything out. Yeah. So there's kind of like a, a you know, a handshake agreement that you're not going to do that and we're going to do things the best we can to keep everything clean and on the up and up and yada, yeah. yada, yada. So it might be a deal where we don't want to deal with that. We want to fight right. this thing legally, correctly. And so that's probably the adult thing to do, the, the, the real thing to do. But I don't understand why years ago somebody didn't just say, hey, Hey, they just passed a marijuana law, and that's federally against the rules. I'm going to make my state do whatever I want. Yeah. As long as I'm not taking away somebody else's rights, you should be able to to create these rules as you want. The one thing that I have a problem with this is this is something that is near to me because I know this world. I've been a part of this world my entire life. I have members of my family, close members of my family, that were involved, aren't anymore, were involved in being a bookie, okay? And 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 there is a a large sum of income for people that do this business. If you think being a bookie is easy, you don't understand how it works. It's a very difficult, complicated thing. And and it takes just as much risk from the individual taking the bets as it does from the individuals betting the the games. And there is an economy there that actually supports local small businesses. Yeah. I've always been a small business guy. All we're going to be doing is we're going to tax it at the great rate that we tax gambling, the sin tax that we tax the hell out of it. But all of the profits are going to be going to Las Vegas. A hundred percent of them. Well, because, because Caesar owns, Caesars you know. and MGM and the other big name guys, Boyd Casino, all the big casino owners are all based in Vegas and they're all going to get all of the profits. Where if you were to allow local individuals to legally get these licenses, license, licensees, anyway, <laughs> to legally get the license and open a local shop in, in a strip mall, wherever, and they offer the opportunity for people to come in and, and now you, you take the protection aspect out of it. You make it legal. You generate it. Guess what? When those guys profit. All that money stays not only in your state, they stay in your local city. They go back into everything. It's not just a taxable income. 100% of the revenue stays there. That's what I wish we could get to. I would be shocked if they allow that to happen. We'll see. I mean, it, it, it's entirely possible for it to happen. Um, obviously, we, we don't know what's going to come down from we this. Don't. Because there's a lot of different ways that this could end up going. Um 
you know, it, it's it's part of what you talked about before. Like, why did nobody do this before? Uh, Andrew Brandt said, you know, I recently shared a panel with Ted Leonsis, uh, owner of the Washington Capitals and the Washington Wizards, and a legislation advocate who may have said it best regarding legalized sports betting. He said, what are we afraid of here? Like, it, the exactly. issue is the same. You know that there is this much money going offshore from your country. Mm-hmm. It's it's Donald Trump's big stance is why he was going after China. He's, cha- he's changing all the trade laws. He's doing, like, the U.S. won't get screwed anymore, and the money will stay in-house. Yes. That's what they're trying to do with this. Now, I understand that a lot of it's going to go back to Las Vegas. That's right, but it's but in I, the country. But I like the idea of keeping a lot of it local. Like, you can open up a shop. You can open up a bar that would allow it to That's come That's right. Back. If like, you opened a sports bar and you made it 21 years in, old, in order to get in and whatever, and you allowed sports gambling in that facility, then people could come locally, and then the money doesn't go back to Vegas. The, the, the winnings get taxed at an incredibly high rate, and they go to the state. The state doesn't lose anything. And the state generates far more money because that guy is now paying for his house that lives here and buying groceries that live here and paying for gas that lives here. And his profits that he gets to keep, you actually get to tax those twice because now you're taxing them as his personal income as well. So being a business owner, I understand you pay corporate taxes and then you pay income taxes and you pay them both. So it, it benefits everybody better if you just allow it. And I don't know that there are a lot of bookies that have the bankroll to be able to do it to, to go public like that, because now you're going to assume that your income of bets is going to get far greater. But I do think that the ability to do it, I know several that, that I personally know that absolutely would have, you know, the bankroll to be able to open it and do it. I wonder, are those guys going to completely lose their livelihood? Or are there people that are local that are like, man, I'm not driving to Tunica. I'm just going to call. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people you know, that will continue to do that. There's a lot of people that will continue to bet offshore because trying it's convenient. To get, yeah, trying to get to one of these casinos is going to be really difficult. That's right. So I don't want to drive down there all the time. Yeah, I mean, it's, well, it's impossible to do that. Yeah. Now, I know that you and I yeah. will end up spending a lot of time in Tunica. <laughs> Probably. You know, it, it, that's, that's going to be a thing. We will, look... I will guarantee you on this show right now, we will work out some kind of a deal to either do the show from down there set up shop. or just or go and set up shop and just be there, do contests for them, something. Yep. We are going to be involved with Tunica. I haven't even talked to anybody about it, but we're going to. Yeah, we're not going to stop until we get it. We just won't take exactly. no for an answer. Not take a no for an answer. That's, that's the way it goes. This so, is what we do. We talk sports, but... So much of the sports we talk is sports gambling because that's what we are passionate about. If you don't like to gamble, you can listen to our stuff and still take away the knowledge and information and, 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 and I guess, edges and, and, and the pros and cons to what we think of the game is going to be. But if you like to talk sports gambling, this is what we do. You know what? Before we close out, that's a good segue into mybookie.ag. Look, best online sports book. It's offshore right now. We're going to keep working with these guys because PASPA has not been ruled unconstitutional yet. So, look, mybookie.ag, we love these guys. They uh, they help us out. We help them out. Uh, they are big proponents of the offshore industry. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, go check them out. Best online sports book. Payouts in two days. They are fantastic. Look, we've been using them all year. Uh, they they provided lines for us. They, look, every line that we get on here, 
that that we roll with our our picks and whatnot. That is all from my bookie. I'm telling you, go check it out. You can sign up right now. 50% deposit bonus if you use the promo code WCE50, WCE50. Go check that thing out. For now, though, we're going to have our Big Game Friday preview tomorrow. Yes, sir. All right. We're getting out of here. It's time for the rundown. Remember, check out winningcureseverything.com. You can give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash winningcureseverything. You can follow us on Twitter, at winningcures. You can follow myself, at GaryWCE. You can follow me at Chris B. Giannini, C-H-R-I-S-B-G-I-A-N-N-I-N-I. You can also email the show, that's winningcureseverything at gmail.com. And we now have a voicemail line. That number is 551 226 9899. If you want to call and bash us for talking bad about your favorite team, or praise us, or just tell us about how awesome your team is doing, leave us a voicemail. That number again is 551 226 9899, and we may toss it on the show. Thank you for supporting this show, and until next time, have a good one, guys. Hey, don't forget, subscribe to the Winning Cures Everything podcast on iTunes and make sure you leave a review. For every 25 written five-star reviews we get on iTunes, we are donating to St. Jude's Children's Hospital and Le Bonheur's Children's Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. So subscribe and review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and all your favorite podcast apps. Remember, the Winning Cures Everything podcast.